0: I'm trying to swallow the cake. Swallow. Uh, swallow faster. <laughs> swallow. I've done it. I've done it. Obedient, aren't you?
1: I uh, I just happen to be doing it at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. it's,
2: just, it, it's coincidental, is what it is. A likely story. Uh huh. But backer it's not like I wanted to swallow or anything.
0: What a about
2: dating games. But, but, that's, that's, that's what she's on to that.
0: By the seashore. She sells them there. Yeah. Some of them. Not all of them. Not all yeah. of them. <laughs> Very free. She keeps them back. Three seashells.
2: Oh, like, bloody. She's used to Oh my god, enough! Let's start this shit! <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to World 1 Stage 1. I am Simon, and joining me as ever are Irish. Hello. Rob. What,
0: yeah? And Jack. I am the knight. And the knight, apparently. Yeah. The knight
1: has joined us. Hello, the knight. Hello. (laughs) That's frightening. Hey, I wonder if I can give this up for the whole episode. Oh, I bet everyone would love that. Please, please don't. Oh, God. We're not talking about Nolan's oh, Batman.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. The Batman.
1: Although, before we begin, is- I have seen other films as well. Well, other films. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to take a moment to say that uh, Zootopia, or Zootropolis, depending on where you are,
2: is really good. No, 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 you're not gonna get me that easy, you furry piece of shit. I ain't falling for it. (laughs) Oh,
1: believe me when I say it is hardcore furry propaganda, but it's a really good film. I keep hearing, I I keep hearing really good things about it. Like, the, the narrative structure of it is surprisingly well put together, like, there's a lot of, um... A, a lot of stuff that is set up along the way and everything comes back around and is tied off and pays, uh, pays off by the third act uh, it, it's very cleverly done there's a lot of jokes in it based on scale and they're my favourites based on the fact that some animals are really large and some animals are very tiny that's a recurring theme of humour throughout and it's it's just very imaginatively put together and very competently executed and just really thoroughly enjoyable Oh. but yeah, oh, the, uh, good. Uh, the, the sort of Activity companion book The first page, the first exercise is Why not draw yourself as an animal? So it absolutely is furry propaganda Let's not kid ourselves <laughs> But it's a really good film I'd,
2: I'd, I'd be a pangolin Whoa! what? I'd be, a, I'd be a pangolin What the? France? What? No mind, what is that? Pangolin? Yeah. The best animal ever Pangolin, yeah. is it like a penguin no. and a panda? No Pang, kanga penguin, kangaroo. Is this an actual real animal? Yes. A pangolin. Yeah, as you were saying, Simon, the, the, the fact that you noted that it was actually, you know, competently structured and written is a story state of affairs when, you know, I mean, admittedly, that's a great thing, but, you know, when that's like something that we have to obviously... Take notes off these days, but I mean it was significantly
1: above average in that sense. Like nothing. Happens, oh no, I a know it isn't it, it, significant.
2: Not... Oh my god! Sorry, I've just seen the, a picture of a pangolin. Listeners, you should all uh, Google image search pangolin, and you will see a real life Pokemon.
1: It looks like a Pokemon.
0: Yep, that's amazing. It, that it exists, really does.
1: but I mean, so does an axolotl.
0: Yep. Axolotls are also awesome. Ah, oh, it looks like an armadillo and a raccoon and a dinosaur and a dinosaur. Mostly, it looks like an armadillo. It? Yeah, and they they, they,
2: they actually they, like, they they're all hunched over, but they do walk on their back legs. But their front legs sort of drag over the ground because they're so hunched over. Yeah, so it looks like they're running on all fours, but they're not. Huh. There you go. Pangolin. They're amazing. amazing.
0: Where do they live? Uh, ah, uh, uh, I, I assume Africa, because that's, that's a pangolin being eaten by a lion right there. Oh, that wouldn't be a great meal, would it? I don't know. They'd be endangered, do you
2: know? Yeah. Oh, look at that cute little bastard. Look, there's lots, of, there's lots of pictures on Google of them being eaten by lions. There's also, worryingly a picture of a dog wearing pangolin armour. Is there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's anyway, horrendous. Anyway, anyway, these visuals as, as, are really as for nice. Usual, yeah, as per as usual, we such a great job Visual as a sim- audio podcast. podcast. Just go to Google, type in Pangolin, and you'll have yourself a good time. I just told them to do that. Man, I'm, I'm back. And they're following along. I'm back, you know, up. I know I'm you are. You. I know. I'm your buddy. Oh, you are. I'm here to help. Absolutely. Um, so, maybe. Just, can you give us some, a little rundown of the, like, not the plot, but, like, the premise of what's going on in that film, Simon?
1: Oh, in Zootopia, Zootropolis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. The, the main character. Is a rabbit called Judy Hops. And uh, she is uh, a rookie on the police force. The first rabbit police officer. Normally, police officers are larger animals and not so much prey animals. There is a bit of a divide between the prey and the predator, you see. But there Aha. she is, the first bunny cop and uh, struggling to be taken seriously. And she meets a fox having had a, a rather poor childhood experience with foxes. And the fox is a con man and sort of the other um, primary character of the film. And that is Nick Wilde. And they're the sort of two stars. And she's investigating a missing person report. And they are sort of thrown together buddy movie style uh, to investigate together and uncover a, uh, a conspiracy that goes right to the top. And it all gets very strange towards the end. That sounds awesome. And Idris Elba is in it. Oh. Ah! What is, what is he? Uh, Idris Elba is Chief Bogo. He is the Buffalo in charge of the Police Department's first
2: precinct. Ah!
0: Oh. Ah! Uh. Well, there you go. That's really cool. Listeners, write in and tell us, what would you be as an animal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. that's excellent. And Shakira yeah. is in it as well. Really?
1: Wow. Yep. She's that, playing, that she's playing a co- pop singer.
2: Okay, but that film literally got about 400% more batches insane by just having Shakira in it. Yep.
1: And Alan Tudyk's in there. Uh, John DiMaggio, Please. Maurice LaMarche, obviously doing their voice. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Of
0: course. Uh, Maurice LaMarche
1: is, is doing uh, Actually, <laughs> basically the Godfather.
3: <laughs>
0: Actually, yeah, know, Maurice he, he, many. that character, that guy. You know, one with the face. Yep, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That's true. An animal for description.
1: Yes. Anyway, so yeah, that was just a little aside. Don't want to go too deeply into it, but it's a surprisingly good film.
2: Yeah, like I was saying, I mean, I I just keep hearing really, really good things about it. And, like, not to be too judgmental, but, like, just, you know, I hadn't really seen a trailer, but just looking at it, I thought, you know, like, animated films are coming out, you know, every other minute. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Spring Break! Break. But yeah, I mean, I.
1: I hadn't given it a second thought, but I kept hearing really good things about it, and I had some free time. It was on. I said to Zoe, shall we go and watch it, see what all the fuss is about? And we came out very
2: pleased we did. Aw, that's excellent. I am glad that you are happy. It's always good when that happens, because let me tell you, that doesn't happen all the time. Now, no, no, it film, you mm. Are we there yet? Well, we,
1: we could talk a little about WrestleMania, because of course our last episode was the wrestling episode.
0: The, razzle- Wrestle- the
1: Now, unfortunately, I'm the yeah, only one who's yeah. seen it, so I'm not going to go into spoiler territory
2: So here comes Simon's spoiler-free review of Wrestlemania
1: 3-2 It did not meet every hope I had had for it but, I mean, oh, no. that's fairly inevitable Not everything is going to be perfect Overall, it was very enjoyable the matches that I thought would be the best matches were. Unfortunately, the biggest surprises in the show were the lack of surprises. (laughs) Ah. And you can read that however you want. Now, this is a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler of a match or of a result. But I will say one of my, the highlights of my night were when three grown men cosplaying Dragon Ball Z characters at Z. Z. Uh, emerged from a 20-foot-tall box of
0: cereal. I heard about this. So,
2: so that'll be new, the New Day, then?
1: It will be the New Day. The cereal was the Booty-O's. Uh, yeah. yeah Full-on yeah. Full Dragon Ball cosplay. Uh, and when the box tipped up, like giant cereal fell out of it. And whilst the New Day walking down in their Dragon Ball gear and having emerged out of the cereal box, was fantastic. What followed was beautiful, because they were taking on the League of Nations, who were a big heel faction. Shamus, Rusev, uh, Barrett, and um, Alberto Del Rio. I've got to say, I I re-picked up the network,
2: and and I watched the Rumble, I'm very glad to see that Rusev is now actively... They mentioned Bulgaria a lot more, and his trunks are now the colour of the Bulgarian flag, not the Russian flag. Oh, yes. this is the guy that showed up who was the... Who was he up against? Um, Sina, when you yeah. Said he, yeah, he's, he's a yeah, he? um, big Bulgarian tank man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now he, wears, yeah he wears Bulgarian colours.
1: Yes, he is, he is now ah. selling properly as a Bulgarian, which is good. And they angrily yeah. walked through the giant cereal, kicking it aside. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's amazing that, Beautiful, that's commitment
1: Yeah. And another thing I'm going to say That is a bit of a spoiler, but again Not of a match or of a result Because uh, it goes back to Directly to something I said in our last episode Do you remember when I said The Divas Championship And I said, can we get rid of that belt And have a women's yeah. championship Yeah We did
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Oh. That's the one thing I did see Lita turned up to that's WrestleMania good. to unveil the new Women's Championship belt, the WWE Women's Championship belt, which looks oh. like the Heavyweight Championship belt, but is on white leather instead of black. Ah, so like the old Intercontinental belt. Yeah, it looks great. And it is a Women's Championship, <laughs> and not a Divas oh. Championship. So I'm, I'm extremely pleased with that result.
2: That, that's awesome. There was, um, uh, I saw um, uh, on my Twitter this morning, actually, I woke up um, and I saw a few people that I followed liked a picture uh, that actually, uh, uh, someone who I'm a big fan of, had posted, Max Landis, he does a lot of things to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think he consulted for them for a bit. It was just a picture of this little girl, ringside, uh, sort of leaning against the railing, looking up uh, at uh, that happening. Uh, and um, uh, the caption just simply said The most important moments of Wrestlemania Yeah, I agree year. And oh, we like, wow. I was like, that's absolutely fucking beautiful That's lovely Yeah um, So yeah, good on them, good choice That was a really
1: good moment um, We also predicted Shane McMahon, he gonna jump off something We were right
2: Yeah, because it's really important <laughs> Not how Shane McMahon jump off of things Yeah That match that lived up to
1: expectations thing. That was a really good match um, Okay, we, we said Triple H's entrance would be insane, and we were right.
2: Wait, more or less insane than being king of Ki- being robot king of kings and decapitating Germany And product placement. It was less product placement, less
1: showy, but perhaps more insane. Uh, it's the moment when I tweeted this WrestleMania just went from bizarre to dystopian.
2: Oh God! What?
1: And uh, then asked, is this the AT&T Center or is it the Thunderdome? Oh (laughs) Oh, man, I'm excited about it. I need to watch it. I also said, I know we all miss the Attitude Era, but I think Stephanie McMahon has (sighs) overcorrected. Wow. It was a strange, strange strange moment. Um, You will see what I mean. I'm looking forward to it. Have you watched any NXT yet? Not yet. I literally, I just got the the network back last night. I would suggest before watching Mania, uh, look up a couple of Four Horsewomen matches. Um, Okay. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Sasha. So you know what the build-up to the Women's Championship match is. Because they are phenomenal. And they stole the show at WrestleMania. They really did.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I had that as well. Alright. Alright. Also, Shaquille O'Neal oh, was there. Oh! Huh. In a match. Wait, did he open. Oh, God, I was
2: hoping you weren't going to say that. Tell me he did not open up a can of shack food.
1: <laughs> he did not. No. Uh, he turned up oh. for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal because he's perhaps the uh. only person who can stand in the ring next to Big Show and look down at him.
2: Yeah. She's <laughs> also like the only person in the world that could make Andrew the Giant look like a great actor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Harsh but
2: fair. Harsh but fair. It it's entirely yeah. accurate. I remember Chappelle. Yeah. I remember Steel.
0: Also, mm. The Rock wrestled. Wrestled? The Rock hasn't wrestled in ever. He had a match.
1: Was Again. it against Cena? No, it was not against Cena. Oh, I, um, mm. it was it was six. It, it was six seconds long. Seriously, it was not oh. a real match. Oh,
0: well, don't guess if you don't know what it is. Well,
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Austin was there, but Austin did not have a match. Oh,
0: okay, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> uh,
1: no, but she did take a pretty sick bump. Wow. Yeah, huh. bad night for Vince's kids all round. Actually. It's always a bad night for Vince's kids. They wake up and go, "Fuck, oh, <laughs> Vince McMahon's kid, what's happened to us?" Because you know everything that happened to Shane looked like it hurt, and uh, yes, yeah, Death took a pretty mean spear, actually.
0: Ooh, Jesus!
1: So that's that's huh. kind of all I can say without going into spoiler territory. But it was it was, it was bizarre, and it ended dystopian. Uh, there was a lot in there to like, but. On the whole, it wasn't the show I was expecting. Join us in two weeks for Spoiler Mania.
0: (laughs) Which, well, yeah, okay, yeah, that works. And hopefully Jack going, you're right, NXT is really good. Yeah, I bet it is. (laughs) Future me is in for a treat. Uh, uh, Yeah. But speaking of things that are really good. (laughs) Did anyone
2: go to the cinema this week? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. I went. I went. I went opening. I went midnight opening, man. I'm trying to think if I actually went to the cinema for anything else. So to be clear, as you may have
1: guessed from the title and the night joining us, we are talking about Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, which three of us have seen. And I, for one, am committed to convincing Irish not to see by the end of this episode.
2: Oh, well, I'm going to, in that case, then, I will continue our little, because we, we have a little chat on, where on stage one when we discuss what we're going to do on the show and stuff. We usually and talk I, about 10 minutes before the episode starts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I, was, I was the opposite the to convince Irish to go and see it. Um, not that it's because I think it's a good film, but I think it's a film that should be witnessed because I had to. <laughs> pain shared like, pain. Exactly. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more you know, taking yeah. the, the
1: point of view of friends. Don't let friends watch Batman versus Superman. Uh, friends stay together even when watching or thing made to watch Batman v Superman. Zack Snyder's Batman, own. not even once. Oh, good God! Right, okay. Are you so Comparing it to mess, Simon. <laughs> yes, I am. Batman casually murdering a whole bunch of dudes isn't normal, but on Zack Snyder, it is. <laughs> yeah. That- oh man, Damn, that, man. Is even-
2: that is on point. Um, okay, oh. so if you've been living in a cave, um, you will have not known that this was happening. This is this is something. This is the result. Three years of anticipation. Three years? Three years, I think it is, that since they uh, announced uh, uh, one sunny day at Comic-Con that um, the Man of Steel sequel was in fact going to be a Batman.
0: Man of Steel has been for three
2: years. Yeah. Is it? I swear it's been like three years of build-up. Oh, well, maybe not, but it's been a long time. No, it's exactly three
1: years. 2013 was when Man of Steel came
2: out. Oh, oh shit. Okay, well there we go then. Um but yeah, so a lot of a lot of anticipation, a lot of hype. Um a lot of furrowed brows and worrying and people furrow the shit and some brown. chatting and um generally yeah um about what's gonna go on with this film. And um, you know, I, I try to be um if you go back and listen to some of the episodes prior to this one, I, I was very much on the side of trying to defend you know, giving it a chance. You know, because you know it's it's good to have a full marketplace. It's good to have a bit of healthy competition against the healthy the Marvelites, yeah. um, the Marvelites, the Marvelites. <laughs> you just you just make this sound a whole lot cooler than they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sort of sounds a bit like Marmite as well, which you, you know. That, but I mean, like you've got Marv, you'd have the Marvelites, and with like, DC, you'd have the dickheads, dickheads. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, yeah. So anyway. Lots of anticipation, and like I say, I went to see it. Bloody opening night, midnight release. It's always good to go and see something on the premiere, on the, on the debut opening night, midnight yeah. screening. You know, I went and saw uh, Dark Knight Rises that way. Oh, dear. Yeah. The, the not-so-great ending um, of that trilogy, or middle.
1: Uh, Wait, oh, I love that. I'll middle.
2: put him in the middle of the film. Oh, even Dark Knight Rises had a bad ending I was like, it had bad middle too and- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was, was, it was somewhat, somewhat problematic, yeah Yeah. Um, but, um no, I've still not seen Dark Knight Rises It's
1: my favourite of the Nolan Batmans
0: I've really? never got around to it But this
2: is the thing is, Simon will say it's his favourite of the Nolan Batmans But will also agree with me that it had, prob- it had problems In its beginning, middle and end parts Oh Jesus, yes uh, yeah, you see the reason. The reason it is my least favorite uh, um, uh, of the Nolan ones is because up until now, I felt that it was the the film that betrayed the characterization of Batman the most. Um, until, today. until today, um, where oh my goodness me! So Batman uh, doesn't like that Superman has blown. Uh, well, city. before we
1: get into that, one, I want to make clear the only reason I say it's my favourite of the Nolan Batmans is oh, because, yeah, as long-time listeners of the show will know, Tom Hardy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, are people I like a great deal, uh, and also uh, Anne Hathaway. So I don't like any of the Nolan Batmans, I guess is what I'm saying, but that one has the best lineup of people I like in it. Oh, I and, see. Yeah. Okay, that, that and, makes sense. And before we start talking about Dawn of Justice, spoilers. We're going to spoil the shit out of this because, as I said in that chat, I don't think this film can be spoiled because nothing interesting uh, happens uh, in it. So we are going to uh, ride roughshod over anything that this film pretends is a surprise
2: or a secret. That's uh, that's spot on. Yeah, that took that me t- back when you first said it, oh, watched do mean this can't be spoiled? I was like, wow. Well, and then you explained, and I was like, yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway. It could, be, it could be spoiled, but only through the means of really confusing the shit out of people. Hmm. Case in point, I'm just going to put this out there, it's just like the one thing I can think of, which is a spoiler, but it was like, huh, the Lex Luthor invents the superhero icons for everyone. Yep. We'll get it. We will get it. I need to get that out there. Right, I know, but I really want to. I it. want this to be a controlled environment because I feel that although it is a halting pile of incoherent. It's a bad movie, yes. it's, it's bad. But I think that there are one or two elements in this film that I thought were actually pretty cool. Not cool enough to redeem you know, the whole, the whole thing, because that's ridiculous. You can't, you know... Was uh, it the fact that the, the movie
1: practically opened on Lois Lane about to slit her wrists in a bathtub? Because I thought that set a really happy tone for the film. It, it didn't open. It didn't open on that. Second, that Pretty much. That, that, that. I mean, before that we had a flashback to Man of Steel from Bruce's perspective. And then we cut we immediately to Lois about to kill herself. Thank you for that.
0: That was after the desert scene. Yeah. Oh, she didn't no,
1: try kill yeah, herself. No, no. She's sat there contemplating it.
2: What Wait, I don't know. No she's not. I don't know about that. I think that, that might I dunno. I didn't see it that way. What does it mean she's gonna kill it? She's just
0: in the bar. I couldn't see her razor blade. Slingering. Did she? She's doing her legs.
1: Razor blade, not razor. She's old fashioned, isn't she, she, she? I don't remember that. I remember that. I, there, I may have been projecting there. my own feelings. <laughs> no, I was say, yeah, uh, this is, like, this is going a bit dark, actually. <laughs> I mean, because,
2: like, you know, like. Ooh, right. It's wow. Zack Snyder,
1: you know what he's like. And uh, oh. the, the whole theme of Lois is you know, all those people died because I was getting saved. It's all on me, it's my fault. And I honestly thought the whole thing was a bil- uh, uh, talking about her having suicidal thoughts in the bathtub and all this, this huge weight of guilt on her. And I was like, well, that's a nice, upbeat start to the movie. I didn't,
0: I didn't really but that. But that was all that. based on the razor
1: blade. And if I'm wrong about the razor blade, then I'm probably wrong about the scene.
2: I can't even remember. I mean, oh man, it's such a, the thing is, I've never been so ready to get up out of my seat. I'll put it that way. Like, I know I said that there are good moments in this film, but it was exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. Um, I think, with the, before we go into all the plot stuff, I think just structurally, you know, the way that it, it doesn't have any coherent kind of uh, through line. Uh, the editing is spotty and all over the place. Basically, a series of things happen in an unconnected order that we just get dragged through. Dragged. Like, there's no. Like you're being carried by Superman. <laughs> like carrying through a building <laughs> like uh, <laughs> a high velocity he's not yeah. even putting his hand out. no he's not even doing that like he's literally just oh my god um yeah so that's there's that I, I I had my I had my you know what I was actually kind of intrigued by the score of this film as well because not only was it Hans Zimmer it was also Junkie XL in like a coll- collaboration and I was like who's that uh I, I don't really know uh but like um, it, 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 basically, it was hands in a meat dubstep,
0: kind of, I guess.
2: But um, it, it, that score, like, that, like, you're going to have to forgive me, but the only way I can describe it and you'll remember it as soon as I do it, is this. Like, that basically happens throughout the course of the entire film. And it's not like a leitmotif, like it's not like a thing that happens to induce a certain character or represent a certain idea. Moving it just out. happens again and again and again, and it's like fucking japanese water torture just like slowly dripping under the top of your forehead (laughs) Um, Um, it's it's the tour guide showing you through the movie go okay everybody we're going this way now moving on but it's not yeah it's not it's it's basically if the tour guide was just walking mindlessly round and round in In a cave (laughs) in a cave then that's basically what that was but anyway so it's structured Pathetically, pathetically. Like, I don't see how that got by. Like, did did anyone watch it before it got got put out?
1: I don't think so, because this is a film that has Batman's origin story in it twice, but no motivation for Lex Luthor at all. Yeah,
0: hmm. you, you everyone's could have taken motivation.
1: One of those. Repetitions of Batman's origin story that everyone knows out to give a scene to at least handwave why Lex Luthor cares and why he is the Joker. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I've never found the Joker
1: that
2: irritating.
1: Well, that's true, but I mean, he's not Lex Luthor. It was like he was. Yeah, he was
2: doing like a knockoff of Jim Carrey's The Riddler. Yeah. Oh. Which is basically just Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, he certainly, certainly Jim wasn't terrific. doing
1: Lex Luthor. That's what we can all agree on. Because Lex uh, Luthor is, is a I mean, rational, brilliant man with contingency plans for everything. And this Lex yeah. is a babbling fool who can't string a sentence together and has no contingency plans for anything. No. And also no, exploded Mercy Graves, which annoyed the shit out of me.
2: Yeah, me too. I was really upset about that because I actually really like Graves, like especially. And so obviously does Lex canonically.
0: Yes. Yeah, the thing is
2: Lex Lex is, is 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 a megalomaniac, but he he doesn't Lex, who do I know anyway, is, is someone who is calculated and cold. But they don't kill people like if it's the further like to 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 reach some other some other goal. Basically, Mr. Grace will just clan. And, and it's there's absolutely zero chance that he'll get found out, yes, that's true. Yeah, like he covers his tracks very well, which is something that he doesn't do at all in this. No,
1: he certainly doesn't and, leave provocative jars of urine so that senators know exactly what he's doing just before he does it. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean
2: Yeah, there's a jar of Oh piss. yeah, there's a jar of piss, Irish. There's a jar of piss. And I think it represents this whole cinematic experience. Um, but,
1: um, <laughs> yes, it's a jar of piss labelled Granny's Peach Tea, and he wants you to drink it. That is this film in a nutshell. So we have that, but, like,
2: right. It's, we, we're talking about motivations at the moment. I think at the beginning scene, I think with, with reestablishing what happened at the end of Man of Steel, show sure, it from Batman's perspe- perspective, from the ground, I thought, you know what? As this is a sequel, I think that's a really strong way to start. And I was actually gripped at the beginning. Like, I will admit, like, I was like, yes, this is going to be great. In in this sense, Bruce Wayne was part part of the audience of Man of Steel, the part that was going, oh, shit, why is Superman fucking yeah. destroying all of yeah. this stuff with people in it. And we can see from his so, back okay, I totally get why Batman would, would uh, or anyone would be, devil 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 this. little really nipped, like, the, you know, and there's this really heartfelt, like, yeah. really ruffles my Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. I is, is had a
0: question. I'm oh, sorry. So was, was Bruce there as Bruce, or was Bruce there as the Bat? As, as Bruce. Bruce. As Bruce. As Bruce. Okay, he's in Metropolis
2: as, as Wayne. He owns, a, he owns a, a, an office
1: building. Yeah,
2: there's um. He's, he's basically uh, ordering like, them to
1: evacuate the building, and because he's Bruce Wayne, uh, he's also driving to the explosion uh, to try and help.
0: Yeah, which and
1: you
0: it, know again it, was the was it his was not... one of his buildings that got destroyed.
2: Then, i mean, no, there were like two thousand buildings that got destroyed. His was one of them. Yeah, oh, and... I got confused about that. Yeah. What I got really confused by was the fact that he phones up that guy and he's like, so, Metropolis is basically blowing up. Um, evacuate. And the guy's like, okay, everybody, we've got to evacuate. Like, did, did you not think of that beforehand? Yeah. You have to wait until Bruce leaves yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, my God, he's right, the building's falling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bloody world. What should
1: be? Yeah. There's guy a reason there's Bruce a runs cop- that company. He's the brains of the yeah.
2: outfit. You super yeah. <laughs> funny. Well, He should be fucking fired. Well, he got fired in a different way. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he's... Uh, you know, um but anyway, Irish. There's a there's a blast of bloody heat vision from a certain Kryptonian general that sends the building okay. toppling, and we have Bruce, you know, driving towards it. And you see the traffic gets in the way, and he has to get out the car, and he runs head on into the into the smoke. And there's this right. bit where he, uh, and it's great because it was really you, you you saw. And there's a lot of bad things that I'll say about this film. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck himself. Not one of them. I thought Ben Affleck was really good in this. Probably yeah. the weakest part thing for me. Uh, okay, well we'll get to that. Yeah. that uh, uh, the first telltale sign that I thought he's going to be great. Not only was it him running into smoke, but it was him spotting. There's um. There's I a hated massive of
1: how they wrote uh, Batman. I hated the things Batman was made to do, but yeah. I I loved Ben Affleck as Batman, and I really liked him as Bruce Wayne.
2: So yeah. I'm if, probably finding it really hard to, like, separate the two. I think it's my problem. If the Reminded script it, is yeah, any yeah.
1: good, Affleck's Batman movie could be fantastic. And given that I think they are learning lessons from how badly this movie has done, his film might be yeah. better.
2: Because I've seen... Well, yeah, I mean... I've
0: seen, I've seen bits of Ben Affleck you know, in the costume and that sort of stuff. And I thought he suited the the Bruce Wayne side of it perfectly. Yes, he does.
2: So, wasn't sure of him as Batman. You know, Simon's Simon's right. I mean, like, given everything that Batman does, and we're going back to motivation again, uh, although Batman's motivation is set up very clearly at the beginning of the film, it it just goes off like the wind, like every other character in this this film. you mean basically they're saying, here's why he might be a bit miffed. This uh, is the start. Yeah. yeah. But what like, here's his motivation. Here is why Batman would be a bit miffed at Superman. Mm-hmm. Now let's cut to him killing people and um, no, no, There's in a bit green in the dreams. middle. There's there a is.
1: bit in the middle where he has weird prophetic
2: dreams. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. i yeah. like, where he's basically, what's it, the mark of death, the bat symbol that he's fully, oh, yeah, that. um lances into people's flesh. Like, now he's really miffed at Superman. Now he's going to start fucking carving his rune into people's sweat. Yeah. Wait, you've lost me there. I know, I get you. But before that, like I was saying, there's this, this massive shard of rubble that's collapsing. We're still in Metropolis, and uh, there's this, this young girl who's, who's just lost in, in the chaos. And you see just a look go over him instantly, and you, I, I felt I could see, like, Batman there, even though he wasn't even in a costume. He moved like Batman, uh, rushes in, grabs a just as the rubble collapses, and uh, you know, is the hero. And then that's the sort of shot in the trailer where, you know, he's holding the child and looking up at the sky as these gods are raining hell down on Metropolis. Um, strong opening, and it just goes downhill. Rapidly. I can't even tell you exactly. Even now, and I've thought about this a lot. I've read a lot. I've listened to a lot of reviews. I still can't work out what the plot is of this film is because it isn't Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman is there on the poster to sell the tickets. They don't really they fight for what? Like five? Five, seven, eight. It's, it's I mean, in an actual physical fight, then yes, it's not a Batman v Superman film. It's mm-hmm. basically it's Batman going, oh, ideology. I don't, I don't like yeah. that Superman. Yeah. And it's Lex and Lister going, oh, I don't like that Superman. Mm-hmm. And Superman going I'm not a big fan of me either, guys. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not too wild on this whole Superman guy either, but you know. Okay, so <laughs> here is, here's the on, plot
1: is. in a nutshell, and it encapsulates why Batman, I hate Superman. this film. Lex Luthor seven plots. But this is the whole plot. Lex Luthor wants Superman dead. So he manipulates Batman and Superman into a fight to give him time to create Doomsday to kill Superman and has no contingency plan for what to do next and how to stop Doomsday. That's the whole plot. Lex Luthor creates the end of the world and doesn't think about the day after.
2: Okay, that's plot A. Now no, let's that talk is about the whole the... plot. <laughs> no, 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 it is not. It isn't, because there, there, there's bits where they're like, oh, look at, these, look at this experimental technology, and there's a whole thing about bloody Lex Luthor bullets and shit in the desert.
1: Yes, which is and... part of that plot, because um, the reason he did uh, that was to... Because uh, he knows who they are. It's shown clear. And he's testing that connection between Lois and Superman so that he knows that he can threaten her to get him. Uh, the whole thing is just Lex wanting to kill Superman.
2: Is there anyone in this film who doesn't know who the superheroes yeah part. I'm really no one, no one has secret identities everyone knows who everyone is well that's what I was going to you know that I thought was going to be like a refreshing difference from not like that it's a bad thing but if you look at um all the Marvel properties. I mean, everyone is public in Marvel, aren't they? Yeah, and that's pretty cool. much. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, on the opposite side, well, obviously, Batman, no one knows if Batman and Superman are, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the first time Superman actually talks to Batman in, you know, right at the very beginning of the third act, so quite a way into it, when they actually have Superman speak to Batman. Oh, no, that's fine. Like, that's, they, 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 they spoke in the second act briefly. No, no, Batman spoke to him. Superman didn't say anything. He just—he like, looked grim and then flew away. No, no, no. then no. Batman was like, "Do you bleed?" No, no, no. He spoke. He spoke. Really? Su- Superman, like, um, yeah. There's a boy who says, "Stay out of Metropolis." Yeah. And when they shine the light in the sky, don't go to it. Yeah. The bat is dead. Bury it. And then Batman was like, "Tell me, do you bleed?" And then I that. "Tell me, do you bleed?" And then Superman flies away, and Batman continues his threat. beg yeah. you will? And it's just like. I hope Batman knows that Superman's got really good hearing, because otherwise it sounds like Batman's like, you will. Man, that would have been really, really cool to say. Shit, I've got to remember that for next uh, time. Oh, well, he could have uh, just <laughs> said it to himself. <laughs> you know, like, Whatever. But, anyway, so, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right, Simon, but, like, you have to admit that all of that, all of the stuff in between is a convoluted mess. Um, we could have set up the motivation there for Batman wanting to go after Superman is there right from the right from the get go. You don't need anything else like no, no that's you don't. all you need. This doesn't need
1: to be a complex film. Yet it is. It's it's mindless. It's mindless to the point where it's con- it's convolutedness it takes away from Batman versus Superman because it should just be that. It that's all it needs to be and Zack Snyder is like no, let's make the whole thing, this layers upon layers conspiracy and not take the time to explain any of it, uh, and we'll just make a nonsensical morass of bullshit, with no one yeah. having a reason to do anything. I, I will say this, and like, obviously,
2: I, my instinct is obviously to blame Zack Snyder. I, I don't think it's, in t- I think he's a big part of the problem in this film, because I, I think uh, the guy can, to give him his due, compose a frame. He can, he can set up a picture and make it look bloody great. But in terms of anything to do with character motivation, anything to do with plot development, I think that's where he falls short. I recently watched, and this is something we should probably talk about in depth another time, but I recently watched uh, Daredevil Season 2, where there is a confrontation
0: between two masked heroes, and it is them talking
2: on a rooftop. And that is a hundred times more effective than anything that occurred in Batman v Superman in terms yep. of two heroes going against each other. Yep. You know. Uh, that scene... And that is one
1: scene. That, that scene is better than this whole film. Yeah.
2: I'm glad you've seen it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to be too down on this because... This is what we've got now. Well, it's, it's very clear <laughs> that Zack Snyder has always really kind of had this problem with explaining himself or explaining his story. Hmm. I think it, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the faults we found, Simon, with uh, Watchmen, when we went and saw that, is that he, uh, parts of Watchmen were like, there were great moments, but it was, and it was a really good adaptation for what it was worth like, yeah. a lot of the scenes, like, agree. if you hadn't read Watchmen, that film that made film no sense. fucking sense. You know what? That yeah, is. Where did a giant colorful cat come from? Yeah, I mean, I uh, uh, to be honest, I've never thought of it that way because I've I've often looked at Watchmen and, and Three Hundred those mm-hmm. things and I've gone, you yeah, they're really they're pretty good. You know, like in terms of like just straight adaptations. But you're absolutely right. Um, right, I think the problem with the and, way yeah, Zack Snyder
1: puts with. these things together is really evident in this film, and that is he writes within his head, he knows that the audience knows things that the characters mm. don't. Um, yeah. So he puts in stuff that's cool for the audience that is nonsensical in the film. An example being what you said earlier about how Lex Luthor gave everyone their logo. Because the audience yeah, yeah. goes, oh, I know that, that's the Flash's symbol, that's Wonder Woman's symbol, that's Aquaman's. And, and so we know that. So it makes sense to us when we see their symbols. But if you think about, wait, why has Lex got their logos worked out already? It means nothing. It's things like, um, we know that they need the kryptonite-laced spear to kill Doomsday because Superman has said it to us, the audience, so it makes perfect sense in Zack Snyder's thinking for Lois to then go and get it. But Superman didn't say it to Lois. Superman didn't say yeah. it in the same city as Lois. So in terms of actually, <laughs> it makes sense to us, the, the audience, we go, ah, yes, they yep. need that to kill Doomsday. So Lois is trying to get it, but she's got no yes. reason or motivation to do that. Absolutely. It's even worse than that,
2: Simon. Because if you, right, take it from Lois's perspective. So if you were to make a, an edit of that film, mm where you don't see what Lois sees. You cut that scene, you cut the scene of Superman explaining that out, right? Yep. So the two scenes back to back would be Lois running to the pool and throwing the spear into the water, then Lois running back to the pool and drowning, trying to get the spear out of the water. (laughs) Absolutely. And also, uh, you've got to remember that I mean, it, you could, you could, you could like bring that away with okay. it. Like, this is the thing behind the curtain, as it were, like between films, perhaps. But this is the film where Kryptonite is introduced mm-hmm. to this universe. So, it, it, I mean, there was opportunity for her to learn what it was. Yeah. And for Superman to learn what it was. He's never had a bloody experienced Kryptonite up until that point. up until Batman, like, he gives, Batman him of it, yeah. gives him a face of it. Absolutely. Um, but even then, he doesn't know what it is. And I've to it again. Get, again
1: the audience know what it is. Yeah. So it yeah. makes perfect sense to us that Superman would know what yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it doesn't to Superman. And this is Zack Snyder's whole problem. He's making something that in his head flows brilliantly <laughs> because he already knows what's going on. And he looks at and goes, yeah, that's really cool. But no one stopped to tell him, Zack, no one knows what you... Right. People aren't in your, your head. head. <laughs> they don't know what you're thinking. You need to explain yourself.
2: I got I've got to admit, Actually, this is one thing. It, it's all of it is down to Henry Cavill's acting in this instance, which again, I, I really fucking love Henry Cavill. So do I. I think. You know what? In fact, I think all of the actors, even even you know, Jesse Eisenberg is horribly miscast. He still gives like you know, gives us all, like, they all perform I can't, I really can't, well. I can't fault him for not giving any, anything to the role, you know, I can't fault him for not, not trying. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's not...
1: playing, he plays very well, it's just I have no idea yeah. who that character
2: was. And yeah, yeah. he <laughs> managed to survive without with any scenery left at the end of it. Absolutely. He chewed that shit. He chewed the shit out of numbed it all. But and eventually he was where... sent to a
1: magical hair prison where they have to shave your head.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, in yeah, the 60s, right. Um, yeah, but it's the fact <laughs> it's when when Superman first comes in contact with Kryptonite, when Batman lets the gas off, mm. his face, and he basically just like jumps forward, and goes to punch Batman, and Batman's uh, not there. And, he, no, no, he, no, he, yeah. just, he catches it on the thing, like, and one. he yeah, literally yeah. just you know parries his arm, and yeah. it's, it's that look of shock, and there's a little bit of fear in Superman's face. That's as, never happened to me He literally just had his arm grabbed by just a dude, and he's like, the shit just happened. That shot. Oh, King, brilliant because that that is superman learning what kryptonite is well yeah learning what this weird gas is that batman yeah has. And also, I quite yeah that. and also there was a clever moment later on in the fight um there is a moment where batman has clearly got the upper hand he's already got superman like with a with a kryptonite blast mm-hmm. um and he's just nailing it like superman in the face again and again and again and if you listen carefully you can hear the sound effects Changing from like just a dull thud of a fist hitting flesh to the sound of a fist hitting steel, and and it's worn off. And Superman just gives Batman this look, and Batman giving, goes, "He's less uh, and less of a reaction. Yeah, his face is like turning away less and less each time until he's literally just staring him down, in his face is a movie." I love that. You yeah, know, it was actually not that bad. Apart yeah. from there was a few things. We're to get to <laughs> those, those bits like that when you have the whole Superman getting his strength back yeah. or, or losing it for the first time. Really, those are like really nice shots. Really good. There's some really. So he can, can, can set up a picture. Yes, he can, and like a, a, as long as there's no character motivation or plot in it whatsoever. Batman, wait, Superman, it. Superman, Superman, fight Batman, oh, Exactly. Like, oh man, like it's so it, it, it's, it is so frustrating to me because this took so long to come out and so long since we've, that we've been waiting for uh, you know, DC to come up with an answer for the, the machine that is Marvel and finally we get this and there are elements that could be excellent like say Simon with, the, with Batman stuff when Ben Affleck does his solo Batman film I reckon that's going to be incredible but um, oh man there's yeah there were elements that are that absolutely great
1: but it, it took us bloody two hours to get there two and a half uh, well, yeah, Two painful, meaningless hours. 150
2: 157 <laughs> minutes is, is over two and a half hours long, start so to finish.
1: Because the film is called Batman so- versus Superman, and they spend two hours going, they're going to fight, they're going to fight, they are going to fight. Yeah. See, they've met each other. Yeah, look at them eyeballing each other. They're going to fight. And meanwhile, all this other stuff is happening, and you're like, wait, this has got nothing to do with the fight. What are you, what are you doing? Okay. Stop it.
0: Including some They're eight hours out. worth of fucking dream sequences. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, the dream and, and sequences Simon,
2: Oh they make yeah, me just, angry. Before that. Yep. <laughs> just before that. Just before that. Admittedly, almost, there are some fight there are some films that you could you could have, you know, there being this fight that's sort of looming in the distance and you build to it and you build tension, but there is was, was no tension whatsoever. It's okay. just flat, then they fight. Yeah. Yes. Let us see the dream sequences.
1: Uh, <laughs> All the dream sequences, yeah. right? <laughs> oh this, my god! I'm going back to Zack Snyder. Says it makes sense in my head. Yeah. It's like we see Bruce having this nightmare yeah. of uh, a future where Superman is leading uh, a fascist army, oh my, basically, uh-huh. and that yeah. in oh, itself I- makes sense because Batman is a, a weird, paranoid, crazy man. I'm okay yeah. with that.
2: Yeah, but- it's, it's very. Um- uh, oh, no, I think it's a Frank It's uh, it's nearly. It's very um, fucking. What's his name? Dark Knight. Oh, Frank Miller. It's very. I need to say Frank Skinner. I was all the Frank <laughs> yeah. it's it, very it Frank Miller.
1: Very Frank Miller. Yes. Um, and yeah, and Justice as well. Yep. Yeah. But then come the parademons. Now mm-hmm. parademons are a thing in DC. They are. The and, and it makes it, sense it, to it, see it, them, <laughs> but. Bruce doesn't they're, they're know about Dark Sides thing, isn't it? They are yeah, Dark Yeah. And Bruce doesn't know what they are. Bruce has never seen one or fought one. But he's managed in his subconscious dreaming mind huh. to perfectly yeah. visualize them. And, and um, know this is what they do. It is in fact a dream. Uh, that is assuming it's a dream, yes. Ah, he wakes what, up what then from that. It. Do, what do they look like? So they look like parademons, um, sort of armoured winged Wing, demons. They, look like, the on ones, they look, look, look
2: like the ones from... Um... Justice League War, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah.
1: They look exactly yeah. like parademons, which is why I have an issue with it, because how does Bruce know what a parademon is? Right, and then he yeah. wakes up from that to the Flash appearing from the future. Um, what? The and flash? again, Bruce doesn't know the Flash. doesn't it's know Barry. what he looks like. Uh, we can only presume it's Barry. I don't know which Flash they're doing in this universe, but I think uh, it's Barry. It is, it is Barry. Yeah. And yeah, again, Bruce has never met this guy. Doesn't know what he that, looks that, like.
2: That particular dream or vision or whatever is so looking awkwardly funny as well, because okay. yes,
3: you were right, you were always right about it, Bruce. He's like, what? And he's like, why? He
2: <laughs> and he's going, I'm too early. I went back too far. Which, you know what? <laughs> if it had been like, Bruce wakes up, you know, just woozy from his chair, not been having a lot of sleep lately. <laughs> Then, exactly, he doesn't. And then that just happens. Cool, we've just seen the Flash from the future. You but know, then, then, he really to but yeah. then he wakes up again. But then he wakes up. And it's like, what? You just, just dreamt? So here, is, here, is my, here is my impression of Batman in Act 2 of this film. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: That's it. That's yeah. that Most of his dialogue in that yeah. bit of the film is just him waking up. Act 2 of this film is Batman waking up every five minutes. Yeah, I mean... Uh, and and to, once again to give them due sort of every dream sequence. I've got to say it looks pretty good. Like even at the beginning when when uh, Bruce is having a dream about being lifted from the cave by a swarm of bats. Yeah, like I, I, the credits wrong. Like well, I I started to catch on that that was a dream. Oh come but, on! I but, no, you know, but, but, but the set. But it was it was that. A slight moment of inertia. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was yeah. flashback. Origin. Yeah, and, right. yeah, origin true. Yeah. and then the bat started lifting. Up until that point, there was nothing to make you believe it was a dream. Yeah. It was the point where the bat started lifting him up, but I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Just for a split second, that little weird moment of dislocation as the bat started lifting 30 beanie Bruce Wayne up and down. I was like, what? Oh, it's a dream. Okay, but for that instant, I felt so yeah. oh, icky. Batman has finally become Batman. Oh, half the power of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's become Batman in fucking um, uh, um, Injustice God's
1: yeah. Love. Uh, so or whatever. Either, what you're talking, yeah. either Batman is now a prophet who has actual visions, or there's something <laughs> else going on that Zack Snyder chose not to explain at all. Um, to, to make us
2: about the inevitable sequels,
1: yeah, either sorry, way, these themes the were confusing and annoying because they're not explained and they are not explicable. So, sure, yeah. okay, shoehorning something for a sequel that just makes this film longer and less con- uh, coherent. We, good job. We know for a fact.
2: We know for a fact from the 90s. The 90s were a, a painful learning experience. <laughs> but we know for a fact from the 90s that if you put in your superhero movie a reference to the sequel. You will not get a fucking sequel. Yeah. This is always the way. Like, ah, oh, but can't wait to see the second one. To see what that was all about. but Now, never fucking happen. Now we're in an age, however, where uh, it is—it is literally we are making this for the sequels. We're yep. making this for the V trend uh but what this means is that, like, when we can finally get. Uh, Dawn of Justice 2 and, and well when we get like when we, when we get no no, no it's not going to be called Justice League it's going to be called Day of Justice and then the third one's going to be called Night of the Living Justice um, but yeah when we get the next one and then the third one we will look back on Batman Superman Dawn of Justice and know it as Batman vs Superman that film where all the time travellers keep fucking with Bruce Wayne's head for a while. yeah that's, that's true <laughs> i go back in time and make him think about flying demon shit yeah that's
1: absolutely yeah spot on this is the Uh, thing I mean it's not a universe that's lacking for psychic and occult people who they could have explained were actually putting these visions in Bruce's head if they really wanted to go in that direction they just weren't there but but now it's just a confusing mess to add to the rest of the confusing mess
2: I, I feel no. very much like Bruce Wayne in that scene. I feel like I'm sitting there going <laughs> What? Like what, what, what even possesses you to think, okay, he's going to have a dream that includes this about the power of demons and the flash. This is Batman being Superman. Just have them. Batman doesn't like Superman. Superman for reasons that we discover throughout the film decides that he doesn't like Batman. Batman's kind of a tool. I don't really blame Superman.
0: Well, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. But that's all you need. yeah. They, literally now, is right? all
1: you need. Uh, but, right. Lex, I funny? want to come back to oh Lex Luthor here. Because I had yeah. a conversation with Zoe about this after the film, and when I heard they'd cast Jesse Eisenberg, I had a very clear mm. image in my head of the Lex Luthor that we were going to get, and it's not the Lex Luthor we got. No. Because Jesse played Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network. Yeah. And I, I thought yeah. this would be an ingenious... Modernization of Lex, if he was yeah, that young that. tech billionaire, and if he yeah. had created something like Facebook, and using this, he had become aware that he knew everything about everyone, stuff they didn't know themselves, you know, like Mandius watching all the TVs, like the yeah. uh, Oscar Isaacs villain in Ex Machina. He knows the world. The world feeds him. So, you know, once he decides he doesn't oh like Superman. Oh my god, that was
2: Oscar Isaac in Ex Yeah, It was. Yeah, Ex yeah. yeah. um, Sorry, this has been a week You're going, holy shit, I've seen Oscar Isaac in a lot of films, but I didn't know this is yeah. crap. Yeah.
1: So I had this image of Lex Luthor, um, social network tech billionaire, deciding he mm. didn't like Superman. And, and maybe in an interview with Clark Kent, bringing this up. And, you know, he, he says, you know, Uh, how do you fight someone like Superman? He goes, I don't fight him. And reaches out and clicks a button and goes, Mr. Kent, I just made the world doubt him. Give me a day, I'll have them fearing him. Give Mm -hmm. me a week, I'll have them hating him. And, you know, he just manipulates everything. And I thought, that could be a really interesting Lex. That's not what we got. What we got is a character from a Mm 90s four-camera sitcom who... Stumbles over his words, embarrasses himself, and then at the end of the movie, starts screaming he's coming, he knows about us, and he's coming for us all. In reference, I can only presume, to Darkseid, but with no explanation for why he would know that.
2: Other, uh, than, he, other than he stumbled into the Kryptonian ship, and, he's, he's absorbed the Kryptonian knowledge. Yeah, uh, which library. Whatever. Whatever. Which, whatever. it would
1: have taken one line for them to explain that the Archive told him about Darkseid. And actually, according to deleted scenes, that's not how Lex found out anyway. Yeah, oh, okay. I've seen that as well. <laughs> so, so they decided to delete the scenes that explained his ranting, but kept the ranting in.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, that makes me really fucking sense. Ding, 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 it ding, does, ding. Yeah ding, 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 shut the fuck up like ding, 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 ding the red kings are coming, shut up go oh. pissing another pissing beaker, you weirdo oh, you're Ricky um, okay, so I suppose, I mean let's let's, um, let's talk about some good things, I guess um, hang on uh, Civil War's out soon <laughs> <laughs> It is. Uh, <laughs> to,
1: let's talk about some good things, like when Batman uses the Batwing to strafe people, exploding trucks that they're hiding behind, and definitely yeah. killing okay. them. Definitely killing, dropping, them.
2: dropping the Batmobile on top of a truck and crushing half it. And Do you know what? When that you, was yeah, that was the most unexciting yes. Batman Batmobile car chase I think I've ever seen,
1: and, um, and with one it, of the highest confirmed casualty rates as well. Yes.
2: Including an innocent person, because think about the person driving that fuel truck yep. that got exploded. Uh, yeah. He wasn't yeah. involved in the chase, yeah. but he certainly got fucking killed. Irish, there's a moment, and, and right. we established throughout that Batman has obviously had a long time. This is, this is a Batman that has been fighting crime for a very long time. And he's become okay. jaded, but he's also become extra vigilant. The Batmobile has emerged, and it is this unpenetrable machine of wonder. There is a part right. where he is giving chase to this truck that is, uh, that is housed, housing kryptonite, uh, which has been right. brought on by white Portuguese, which is another bollocks thing that went are on all about for about half an hour. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's giving chase to get hold of the kryptonite. Um, there yeah. is a sort of like a, um, uh, an enemy kind of truck that's ahead of the Batmobile and the right. back kind of comes off it. And there's this guy with a big chain gun. And he loads it up and he just goes D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d! and he just starts wailing on the Batmobile, barely scratching it. Doesn't harm the Batmobile whatsoever, because it's the Batmobile. We'll come back to we'll come back to bulletproof through in a minute. This is how Batman responds. <laughs> Batman initiates Deathcom destroy everything with a thousand rounds a second. By pulling out a chain gun out of the front of the Batmobile and just riddles it with bullets until it explodes in a fiery inferno. You're missing out another bit, though. Is that when he... It's It's the the bit when he grapples. He pit manoeuvres a car. Takes yeah. Out, yeah. Right. So this kind of the car gets crashed into a wall. It's not a threat anymore. The guy's yeah. knocked over. Right. Yeah. So this car has been taken out of the fire Yeah, taken out of the into the, back- into the wall. That fires yeah. a grapnel backwards from the Batmobile to grab that car and uses it as a wrecking ball yeah. to smash other cars, which right. killing everyone. Which could like him using grappling hooks on the bat on the could have been a really cool yeah. thing. they could have But instead, they had him like ricochet into another car where it flipped up. On, into a building yeah. or something. Yeah, like that. He, he flips one into a building. He uh, uh, and this, this car hits another car with the force of a head-on collision. Yeah. like there is no way anyone is getting is getting out of that alive. Um, and that uh, and I sat there and I was just like, what? Yeah. Like, really, really. And when he when he jumps out of the building from the Batmobile onto the truck, the like yeah. goes through. The, when they think, oh, we've got away, and then there's the smash sound of the Batmobile. Count it, there are three men in the back of the truck. There are right? two afterwards. Yeah, the Batmobile lands on like the corner of the truck and completely folds it, just crushes yeah, yeah, it yeah, down, yeah, yeah. drives away. Right. There are two men in the back of the truck. Batman just completely crushes a man with the yeah. Batmobile. Like, yep. watching Batman Ooh! throughout this film, do you, do you I know kept know turning you know to what? Zoe and saying, he's dead. They're dead. Yep. <laughs> this is the this is challenge i said to people when, when I said, like, do you want any spoilers for Batman or Superman? And they go, I don't really mind. And they go, right, okay. I'm not going to give you direct spoilers, but I want you to do this for me. I want you to go into that film and check with me, just check for me, see if Batman gets a higher body count than Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs, because I really want to know. Oh, well, that's a man. He's impressive. <laughs> uh, he kills a lot of. He people. He does kill a few people. He does, yeah, he does. yeah, he does. Yeah. In yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Um, right, <laughs> but do you know what? Right. Do you know what's even more mindless about that chase sequence is that that is a scene where, where Batman is out to get kryptonite. What was the first thing he did in that, in that chase, by the way? I don't remember. He put a tracking beacon on the truck. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that is and then how he ends up getting far.
1: the kryptonite.
2: But then, that scene ends. The next scene starts, or uh, uh, right, a, a scene or two later on, Alexis is walking through where the kryptonite was taken to, and the kryptonite is gone.
1: And there are so emergency the services bringing having... out
2: body bags.
0: Yes. Right, so oh let me get this and so let, let me get this straight. What I've taken from what you told me is that uh, this particular Batman is almost like a meld between the Thomas Wayne Batman from Flashpoint yep.
2: and Dark Knight Returns Batman. Don't give, don't give him that, and don't child, give him that. And chuck Frickin' freaking man's note. This is, this is just, <laughs> this is just someone that looks like Batman, who has all the Batman stuff, and all of Batman's gear has none, uh, none of the analytical kind of approach that Batman would go about doing this. But if you wanted to see, that, how do we know how long he has been Batman?
1: Oh, a long Batman's time. Uh, a we, long we've time. got references. The, the Jason Todd suit is in there. Uh, he I says Gotham has a, a bad history with uh, freaks dressed as
2: clowns I mean he's been yeah. around it's, What what is like there's 20 oh, years okay. in Gotham how many guys survived, how many stayed that way so he's been Batman for 20 years now which is a great line So it nine. is a misplacedly, misplacedly good line yeah, like a lot of them but anyway, this is what I'm saying I that, is long, you that is that. a long time to get jaded
1: it is, but knowing Zack Snyder like if you actually cornered him and said "Right, Batman doesn't kill people and you've had him casually murder a whole bunch of people, I would be surprised if Zack Snyder didn't turn around and go, well, when he first started, Batman used to kill people all the time. Yeah, for like six issues. Yeah, in the, but the, I, I guarantee in you the Zack Snyder is until that
0: they kind of it didn't work.
2: So was he trying to get, trying to match Superman's uh, body count from
0: Man of Steel?
2: Right. There's, this is another thing that, that I don't know whether I like or hate about this movie, but I just come off finding it adorably stupid is that right. in, I, I only started noticing in the last bit of the film during the, 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 um, the Doomsday fight mm. I only started noticing it there but I bet it's all in there a lot more than I, than I thought and that is they fly and have to fight at the docks and the first thing someone says I'll when they're to at the docks the guy saying, Batman looks into the camera. It looks Safe. right into the camera, basically. He says, well, it's nighttime, so everyone's gone home from the docks. Yeah, it's like, there's, there's no abandoned. one there, there's no one there. They and also Tuesday say that about Metropolis. Land- no, no, um, they see when Doomsday lands on Strikers Island, and they say, it's landed on Strikers Island, and one of the other military guys just turns to another one, and apropos of nothing, he says, that's abandoned. Yeah, like... Yes, it's like, yes, it?
1: <laughs> Really? Yes, it is. They even say right. about Metropolis when there's the fight in Metropolis, and they say that area's been evacuated.
2: Yeah, and it's just like, they have to turn around the camera every time there's a fight and go, no one's getting hurt. There's no, there's no collateral damage. This isn't yeah. an out Don't well, worry. It doesn't you doesn't matter. All, you all because a fit about <laughs> because, it last Because time. what is the point of doing that if a couple of scenes earlier you have Batman mowing through people as if they're nothing? Like, this is what I was gonna, going to say earlier. There is no analytical thinking to Batman whatsoever. Um, And there is something that I'd like to pitch to you guys and how they could have done this better. Um, But for now, so he's after that kryptonite. The next scene is is gone. He puts a tracking signal in the truck. And I noticed as well, when he crushes the truck and kills that guy, inches away on the outside is the tracking signal. So not only did he kill a bunch of people, he nearly destroyed his own tracking signal of the truck he was following. Uh, but by just going yeah. woo hoo hoo and jumping <laughs> through a fucking wall. But then the next scene for <laughs> the next scene, Batman right, in that scene we establish Batman sales to get the kryptonite oh, yeah, Superman takes him out. Takes out the car Takes
1: out the car Yeah Saves the bag Goes to the gun. Yeah Superman saves The known criminals Who are actively Endangering everyone In the city By stopping Batman Well done Soups.
2: They weren't right. endangering Anyone until Batman Started chasing them They were driving Quite legally up until then Yeah Without opening fire With guns. But then the next scene We see that the Kryptonite is gone And Batman was successful And took the Kryptonite We know it's Batman Because he's left The fucking Bat Because he's left The Bat The Bat The, ba- the ba- Bat yeah. yeah And I'm like why not just have a really cool scene where Batman sneaks in and steals a kryptonite?
0: Yeah.
2: yeah that, it would <laughs> like having the length of that scene or even shorter to cut down your like, yeah. the beast movie length. And stealthily take some people down, maybe? that yeah. kind of Replace thing. Yeah. the whole okay. car okay. chase
1: with him placing in, in, the tracker. In the way that
2: Batman should do these things. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Instead
1: yeah. of the whole car chase, right. you just have him placing the tracker, and then you cut to a longer scene of him breaking in and stealing the kryptonite in a really sneaky way.
2: Which is what I was—I th- thought we I were going to do. They open the scene right before he gets to the map, he you know, and he's, like no, 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 he's standing there on top of the crane, and he's just standing there, and his cape's flowing in the wind, and it's like, yes, he's going to follow them, and bloody find out where they're where they're storing it, and then he's going to get it. No, I'm not get any of that. You um, give me Another thing I'm saying about, like, Bat- Batman, Batman is one of the most analytical kind of characters in DC. Probably the most. And uh, he, he's always 10 sets ahead. He always thinks everything through. Like, there was
1: no. I, I would argue like, the most analytical character in DC is Lex, uh, followed by Batman. Okay, fine. Ne- neither of them um, demonstrate uh, that in this film, mind you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure I'm sure we'd all agree that in a, a case where Batman knows he has to go up against the, Batman, the Man of Steel, Superman, he's going to have to think things through. He's going to have to plan. There is none of that. No, if there I, is if, if i was in charge. If, if I was in charge of this, I would have I would have done it like a heist movie. You know, like in a heist movie where they have um, they they they're doing they're, they're showing you Skin of the diamond whilst explaining how they're going to see all the time. It's yeah. a very popular cinematic technique. Just do that with Batman explaining step-by-step step how he's going to take down Superman. Like a Sherlock Holmes fight. My,
1: my favourite thing about Batman preparing to fight Superman is, you're right, that would have been brilliant. Uh, but yeah. what we got was, I'm going to fight a literal god who I fear has the power to destroy anyone with a glance. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to train like I'm training for the World's Strongest Man competition. And it's going to yeah, be a really, really. This tire. Because if if I hit this tire with a sledgehammer enough, and lift enough of these weights, and drag this tire along the ground enough, and then put on a robot suit, so no, my own physical strength doesn't matter at all. Uh, oh, wait, no, 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 um, no, He's
2: making sure he's do the robot suit is really fucking heavy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's powered like probably, only thing probably this- but. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah, the fact I that it's like I'm going to fight Superman, so I'm going to get really physically fit. And we do don't see a single scene of him researching Superman's weaknesses, the effects of kryptonite, or how to make yeah. these kryptonite weapons. We just see him going, "I've got abs, I've
2: yeah. abs, and I've ground crypt- kryptonite into a powder." The only thing I thought, the only reason I thought, "Oh, he's doing that is because you know Batman bit is supposed to be the, the peak of you know. Um, yeah, the human condition, like he, 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 he needs to make sure that he has every you know trick up his sleeve, even if it is just him going to be physically strong enough to avoid Superman or be quick enough to, to react in time for yeah, something. So I, I know, it's there's just they no put so much emphasis on his
1: physical training yeah. when and you already know time. Batman is in great shape. That's yeah. not the bit I would have worked on if I were him, yeah.
2: So, um, let's just talk about the pissing fight. So, let's explain why Superman and Batman fight. Because Like, all of the two-hour kind of exposition of all these different motivations and conflicting storylines and things that don't make any sense, eventually... Superman and Batman fight because Superman can't figure out how to say, Lex has my mother. Yeah. Nah, that's it. That's all you need to say. Now I completely, Wait, I completely get because some people can argue that it is a superhero trope that people. Uh, I, I,
3: Simon, did you say this earlier?
2: That no, no. I think it was something I was listening to. I can't remember. But anyway, it's a superhero trope that in comics,
0: superheroes fight, then they talk, mm-hmm. then they're friends. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. However, in those cases, as a filmmaker.
2: As a producer, as, as anyone looking at this being made, you make sure that your characters don't have any chance to communicate whatsoever. It is lack of communication that the, that, that allows you to do that? Causes the problem. The fact that they can both stand there and have a, a conversation, as we've both said, uh, we've all said, Batman is probably is the second most intelligent guy in this universe. Doesn't think for one moment. Superman, honest, wants to you know not right. fight people. Really, Hang on. before. Doesn't- We need to
1: reel this back. We need to reel this back. because, Well, the fight actually starts because after two hours of preparation, (laughs) of completely (laughs) inconsequential preparation, Lex says, by the way, Superman, I've kidnapped your mother and I'll kill her if you don't kill Batman. Which we could have done in two minutes.
2: I've made some really fucking creepy fucking Polaroids. Like, Mm -hmm. ugh.
1: Like seven. These are all different from fucking... Superman's whole attempt to save his mother is, tell me where she is. I don't know, they didn't tell me! Um, And it's the first time in this Superman's history, that he's not gone, hmm, well, I've got incredibly good super hearing. I could probably hear her from here. I mean, I can hear Lois yeah, Lane I can hear Lois drowning Lane in another joking, city whilst fighting Doomsday. Uh, so I could probably just listen for my mum and go and save her because I am Superman. Ah, uh, no, wait, no, they didn't tell Lex where she is. I'd better go and kill Batman. Hmm. And also, doesn't
2: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't show up and go. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, Batman! Please, I know you hate me, but they've got my mum. That's all it means. You know he, what, like, what is. To his credit, he like, yes, yeah, sort like,
1: of does. He he takes a step forward try. talking and then uh, steps on the tripwire that sets off all the cannons. So he does okay. actually try and start talking, but Once he gives a up seconds. really quickly.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen this film I've seen how Batman acts in this film like it wouldn't take very much for me to just go you know what fuck it. it's just gonna be faster to beat the shit out of you because man I really fucking hated Batman in this film uh, they're like uh, I, I, I can see the argument Start, for Starting from his it. goddamn Batman, these fucking bat signal cigar, cigarette lighter punch knuckle things Oh yeah, that's another thing Batman not only murders people in the first hand, he also murders people in the second hand by branding people and they, they, there's a line that they say is like anyone who is branded by the bat is basically a death sentence when they're sent to prison yeah. So Batman essentially, who he doesn't murder basically lets other people murder them. You gotta think, in black he, he, he. Why? Like, why does the bat mark, you mark, was a particularly bad dude? Did they mention that? No. no. Someone, um, the, 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 no you,
1: explanation. The, the, the prisoners who kill the people who've been branded by the bat, and this is a theme, have no motivation to do so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I get, I do get that in real life, there are certain... There are sex in prison and stuff, yeah. There are, there are certain types of prisoners who have committed certain types of crime sure. who are at risk of being attacked by inmates if those inmates find out what they've done. Yes,
0: um, absolutely. The,
1: I, I'm sure they must have said something they about, didn't, about who Batman they didn't. is branding. Who he's branding into criminals. Everyone. Uh, everyone. Criminals. Everyone he fights,
2: so it, it, in a way, uh, surely it would be the opposite. Surely it'd be like, "Wow, that's a mark of respect," because it's Batman. Yeah. to send you. to You weren't taken down by the locks you were taken down by the bat. Yeah, and oh my god, you're still here. They they see, he didn't you think they'd be running the prisons? I mean, the one, the one guy we see doing that gets branded is, a he human, is. He's, a, he's a human trafficker. Yeah, so quite clearly, he is proper scum. Yeah, but I don't know if that's, oh, that one. Yeah, 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 I don't know yeah, yeah. if that's uh, like running scene. I don't know. I don't know. There's no rhyme nor reason to it, whatsoever. Um, but yeah. yeah. They, what um, it takes
1: away immediately and it's been a recurring theme of the best written Batman for years is Batman's belief in redemption. Even amongst yeah. the worst of his villains, he believes in redemption. Yes. Uh, he Absolutely. desperately he wants, wants two Face to recover. He, he brings yeah. Harley her dress after Harley's holiday because... He yeah. acknowledges she was trying. You know, he really I believes that these people can turn around. The, the brand kind of goes in direct opposition to any belief in redemption, especially when he says, you know, yeah. basically once a criminal, all a, always a criminal.
0: Yeah. And it's like,
2: he will, he'll beat the shit out of people. He'll put you in a full body cast. Like, you'll, you know, you'll get better. It takes you a while, but you'll get better. Like, I mean, I can almost see them doing, like, a whole... Uh, that Batman's lesson, like, Batman's arc through this film could potentially once have been maybe in the first draft of the script that, oh, Batman has now got to this stage where he's broken and he's judging a book by his cover. He's ju- judging Superman, like, on face value. He's judging criminals on face value now. I completely get that. But it's not explained anyway. Right? Like, it's not developed at all. It's... It's just a theory that I just came up with just the this, this second. Right now, I've got to I've got to just jump out of this for a moment. that it's still on the subject of this Batman and his whole redemption thing, yes. his belief in redemption or lack thereof. Are the DC universe movies now
1: linked? Starting now, so for yes. example, it- Man
2: of Steel, Dawn of Justice. That's it. That's so- it. Not Suicide
1: Squad. Suicide, yeah. uh, Suicide is Squad is, is, is part of the Suicide same, same expanded murderverse. Yes.
2: So, what's your? <laughs> What you're telling me no, no, no. is that the Joker is still alive. Yes, in this Batman's universe. Yes, yes. he is. Absolutely, I, I don't believe that. Exactly. I They've written themselves into a corner. Yeah. Where if Batman does not attempt to kill Joker on site, yeah. then it's, it's Batman. It's, Batman killed a man for the crime of standing next to someone with a chain gun for being a pedestrian. <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, Joker is still alive because you know. Yeah. And he, but he don't kill, killed Robin. Yeah, exactly. The whole point of that story is the fact that <laughs> I killed Joker <laughs> once in Jackson, 1938. Yeah, exactly. Jason, Jason Todd, uh, his whole beef with Batman is that you know, despite the Joker killing Robin, Batman still didn't break that code, the, and that's his problem. With there it. is some um, incredible dialogue in Under the Red Hood. Yes, it's um, great. for. Um, and that was it was in, in Under the Red Hood, with, uh, when Jason Todd like, kicks yeah. on the door and shows that Joker's there, and yeah, it's just yeah. like, I'm not upset that you let me die. Yeah. You, you know, Everyone makes mistakes. And everyone loses people, sure. You, we all lose people. I'm yeah. not upset by that. It's the fact that you let Joker live. Yeah, Why the hell is he still I like? thought, yeah. Like, yeah. All the times you let him live, I understood, but I thought I would be the last person you would. Happened to. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, that is a good point. Like that Batman was a good Batman and I can and he makes a really good point that the whole thing of, you know, what? It would be too hard to start killing people? no, it would be too way too easy. easy. Yeah. Too easy. What do you yeah. no. and that's really a great absolute, writing. But this yeah. Batman would be like, oh shit, should Jason, you're right, and They just kicks over out the window. And, and it's almost that, like
1: they include the Jason Todd suit. Again, no explanation in the film, but the audience knows what it means. Because Zack Snyder thinks that knowing what happened to Jason Todd helps us understand this Batman. But if he knew death in the family, he would, exactly what you've just said, he would know that putting that in there actually reminds us how out of character everything Batman is doing.
0: Ah,
2: ah, actually, I I mean, I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep defending the film and whatnot. well no no but I, I think defend it it's fine. I, I think there are we all know we all, we all know that this film is drawing much more on the Frank Miller bat than any other bat right yeah um, in terms of his outlook even even his like appearance the sort of stockier yeah. build and all yeah, yeah. that stuff so, yeah um, one of the things about Frank uh, um, Miller's Dark Knight, Dark, Knight. Dark Knight I always forget which one's the movie I always forget which one's the movie Yeah. comic Thing about Dark Knight Returns is that it was written whilst Todd was the Robin. It was, and it was written and released before Death in the Family. Yeah, but yeah. in it, he mentions that Jason Todd. I'll uh, never forget he, Jason. He died yeah. he died in the line of duty because it's fucking Frank Miller. He says he died a true soldier. He died in the good line soldier. of duty. Cause good, good soldier. Because good people are good soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> um, in yeah. Frank Miller's world. Um, and he has said cause he did a sequel. Or he's doing a sequel to Dark Knight. He's doing a sequel. Yeah. yeah. Where it, yeah, where he, will address yeah death, where he will address the death of Jason Todd, and it will be linked to the Joker. Yeah. So, we don't necessarily know whether this univ- the, the cinematic DC universe is drawing from Death in the Family, or whether it's going to be drawing from this new Frank Miller, Jason Todd death canon. So what they're doing is... is that they're they're, 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 I, what, I would, what would argue done, as a <laughs> counterpoint,
1: you can't draw inspiration from something that doesn't exist yet.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. True. And also, also, they they've they've basically just grabbed anything that they feel that fans would recognise. We're talking about the death of the family. We're talking about uh, Dark Knight Returns. We're talking about the death of fucking Superman. Like just. Picking just random things that people will, you know, go, oh yeah, that happened once, but, I mean, um, but without actually linking it in any logical way whatsoever. We sort of, you sort of can draw an inspiration from it if, if the inspiration is solely that we know it's inspiration. Jason Todd, if we know that at some point Jason Todd was killed by the Joker, yeah. we don't know any more than that. We just know it's a Frank Miller verse where Jason Todd was killed by the Joker. So we can pretty much guess based on the fact that we have a ruined Robin suit that has Joker's writing all over it. The Joker killed Jason Todd. Yeah. Uh, in this universe. And I'd say it would be much more linked to Frank Miller-verse because, well, we even have, we even have a shot-for-shot scene from Dark Knight Returns where Superman gets nuked. There's a whole bunch. Yeah. Where he gets all withered and weird. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's done a lot better in... I, I can't believe what I'm saying. this. It's done a lot better in Dark Knight Returns. Hey, um, right.
1: Frank Miller went off the rails, but Dark Knight Returns is good. It has yeah. its star. Right. It has its
2: stupid... But you, I need remi- I'm just going to remind people that Superman gets nuked and he gets better by hugging flowers yeah because they have um the mm-hmm. solar energy. energy yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that that makes sense. But at the same time, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, who goes? That's a fuck? fucking stupid. Yeah,
3: but who goes? A fuck <laughs> it's
2: me. It's Superman. Superman. It's me. The Superman. Me, the reason. The Superman. That you know, even that's Superman. Right. Right. I knew it was going to be an issue as soon as I realised they were doing bloody Dark Knight Returns, because the whole reason Frank wrote that that is a nightmare scenario. Yeah. yeah. Do we really want the nightmare scenario? To of be the and standard. <laughs> to be the standard. Exactly. No. I want to be. I want to be entertained and enjoy Batman, Batman. and Superman being friends and working together. <laughs> what the fuck? You well all we need it's it's simple. Next film, all we need is plastic man. <laughs> oh, <fucking laughs> the one man that man fears. Does he fear plastic he man? He fears plastic man. He fears no other member of the Justice League. He fears plastic man. No, he fears I don't- Wonder Woman. I don't- Oh, yes. yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, Wonder Woman doesn't really have any notable weakness for Batman but, terms, uh, Plastic Man is actually his contingency plan for taking out uh, the, the evil counterpart of uh, Martian Manhunter. Oh, yeah. The Martian Manhunter on fire. Yeah. Like, his, his contingency plan just says Plastic Man. Yeah. So, I don't know. For some reason, I don't know if Batman's just trolling people, Ooh. but his plan is just Plastic Man. Oh, and Jack, what have you stumbled across? You've stumbled across the Agamemnon uh, plan or contingency or whatever, where Batman, I don't know, does a whole bunch of research on other superpower people, doesn't make their logos, but definitely works out their weaknesses. So we at least could see them that way, perhaps, rather than Lex just randomly making like DVD extra videos of them. Well, <laughs> that's that's
1: some, like, having the a way. file on MetaHumans, I didn't have a problem with at all. That's a very Lex Luthor thing to do. Oh, that's fine. I mean, giving them a a media brand was a problem.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He was bored one evening. He was like, this guy looks like an aqua type dude. Oh, God. I'm really looking uh, forward to it. We're sort of... Really looking forward.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is is Warner have acknowledged that this was not a great response, and they've said that they're going to have a more positive tone for Justice League. So, I have some hope that we might still get a decent DC film.
2: Um, I don't know why. I like to think. I like to think that they, they gave that they gave that speech right. While flipping people the bird and wiping their non-existent tears away with their hundreds and hundreds of dollar bills yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, I know well, you say boom. that
1: but this is one of the I, I believe this film has joined the hundred
2: million dollar loss club wow yeah, yeah. It's not done as well as they anticipated. But no. you know what? Despite what we've been saying, and I think we should, I'm saving what I want to talk about the most to last, but I want to say this uh, right now. Despite all that I said about this film, I still, despite everything, I am still actually quite excited about a lot of the standalone stuff that's going to be coming. I'm really excited about Wonder Woman. Oh my God. Um, uh, and, uh, um, and now from, they, they've learned this lesson. Hopefully, hopefully, they will begin to see that perhaps, you know, a bit more substance in perhaps the story areas and you know, people will, will react better. Um, and I, I am looking forward to the future weirdly. I'm not looking forward to the future. We've got fucking flying bug people and Batman shooting people left, right and centre in it. Well, do you know what would be really cool is if like at like the end of like Justice League part one a fucking boom tube opens and the real Justice League step through it and say you are citizens of Earth, too. You are the crit of the crime syndicate and you must be brought into justice. And actually, Batman has actually been... I would fucking
1: Batman. bow down if they did that. <laughs> Wouldn't that That'd be, be amazing?
2: And like, <laughs> they're the all standing the there League. And then it just goes, Continue part two Justice League. I would love that even more if, if, part, if, part, if the, the third film, Justice League part two, starts with like an Anchorman-esque conversation where we've just taken all those characters to one side and it's now this new, the actual Earth One Justice League. Yeah. Sitting around a table, watching a little, there's like a, you can see on a table video thing, like a little clip of the first couple of films. Mm-hmm. And they just look at each other and go, well, that got out of hand really quickly. Yeah. It did. It stepped up a notch. And they're like, Aquaman, you killed a man with a strike. <laughs> I did. I saw that. <laughs> killed
1: you. Oh, no, Aquaman can kill anyone in this. Oh, no, he killed a, he killed a drone. And killed a drone. Robot. That's fine. Yeah. but um, No, I yeah. agree, actually. Uh, I was not expecting to be happy with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, but I am. I think she did an incredibly good life. job, uh, and with, with the brief she had. yeah. And for what it's worth, the when they actually the dawn of justice happened, and the three of them started working together, there, yeah. there was a brief moment where this film got. Um, I hesitate to say good, but Zack Snyder knows how to do a fight. Um, yeah, that bit worked until yeah. until, right? We've all played Fallout Three, yeah. 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 Now, this might sound like a, a tangent, but some people might know where I'm going with this. Sure. Before it was patched, Fallout 3 ended with um, a, oh, a, a oh, dilemma the
0: yeah.
1: where there was the chance to save everyone, but you had to go mm-hmm. into a radiated room to do it and sacrifice yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And they became aware, of course, that one of the companions that you could have with you at this point is Forks, who who is a super mutant. Uh, Well, I was going to say, one of them is yeah, who is a super mutant, who is immune to radiation. And if you ask Hmm. him to do it, he just looks at you because the developers have realized this is a corner they've written themselves into, and they really want you to make the decision to go, oh, I would never take this moment away from you. Uh, and you're like, please, I'm asking you what? to take this moment away from me. <laughs> and, and that bad writing is the same as the ending of this goddamn film where we talked about the kryptonite spear, the weapon that can kill mm. Doomsday, and Superman's gone off and found it, and he's, he's dived into the pool to fetch it, and he's realized, just getting it back up to the surface, okay, this, this thing is not good for me. I'm I'm feeling really bad right now, but I'm the yeah, only exactly. already one. Already had a few
2: face walls bit already. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 I'm, I'm clearly the it. only one who can use this spear to kill Doomsday. And he looks outside, <laughs> and there's Wonder Woman who has already got Doomsday bound in the lariat and actually kind of under control with one arm because she's taken one of them off. And seriously, yeah. she stood there, essentially going, "It's okay, I've got this." Also. She's of she's uh, ancient Greek descent. Yeah, I was just going to say, she knows spears. how to use a spear, right? You can rely <laughs> on her having the knowledge of how to use a spear. And Superman looks at Wonder Woman, who has already like, a warrior. amputated one of this thing's arms, has it bound and is holding it there just by what, as as far as Superman knows, is a bit of glowing rope and is... Pretty much in control of this fight at the moment, and doesn't go. Oh, give it to her. She can do it. She's not going to be hurt by Kryptonite. It's
2: that's just. Even, me. Ignoring, even ignoring that, he 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 might. Okay, you might think being Superman, he might go. Well, clearly, she's got to hold him steady. <laughs> she, I, I mean, okay, maybe if she tries to throw that arm, she might like lose her grip with, his, with the rope. Right, I don't fucking. She's know. lining Superman up for yeah, the. Um, okay. Yeah. What about Batman? Like, he made the fucking spear, and I can only assume if he made a spear with it, he was intending to use it as a spear, and therefore probably knows how to use a spear. Well, I mean, my, my point really there stupid. is,
1: uh, Batman can't fly, and Batman can't leap the way Wonder Woman does. Like, we've seen uh, her leap clear across, what, a city block to attack Doomsday.
2: No, so but she, we do she know, can make we do know the, know the that, attack. And we also know that Superman knows for a fact that Batman knows how to get up close and fight. Yeah. But I'm, just, I'm just saying he actually does
1: have two he contingency does. plans he absolutely to does, hear. but for me the, the obvious one is Wonder Woman because
2: Batman That's is not doing well Wonder in Woman, the fight
1: against Doomsday
2: the and, obvious one is Wonder Woman but even ignoring the obvious one there's also a stupid backup plan and the third <laughs> tertiary backup plan, which is even worse than that one, is what he actually goes with
1: Yep, which is I'm going to do it myself and sacrifice I'm going myself. I'm gonna run it mm-hmm. I'm gonna to run to dick sleep. first
2: into the enemy lines. It is it is the most mindless decision that bless poor Henry Cavill, big man. Bless him. in this is the
1: Superman who walked yeah. into the Senate hearing where there was a bomb in a in a wheelchair. And Superman forgot he was Superman and didn't notice the bomb. Uh, This is the Superman who, when he realised that uh, he couldn't get the location out of Lex because Lex had chosen not to know the location where they were holding his mum, forgot he was Superman and could do this himself. The whole film is predicated on Superman forgetting he has superpowers. And going, oh, well, I guess I'd better do the dumb
2: thing then. With with the bomb thing, though, I think the... (sighs) I mean, take it for what it's worth, they did try to sort of explain a that his very badly, uh, maybe that scene needed to be extended or something like that, him explain like he wasn't, he didn't want half oh, of it. He, he, he wasn't said, I didn't see it because him. I
1: wasn't looking.
2: Yeah, in yeah.
1: that sense that he was I don't know, like He was kind of otherwise engaged It, even, it wasn't even like, like, that, it was like it, the, No, the idea no, that he didn't, right. If, if they hadn't had a, a scene to... where the senator points at the dude making Superman turn and look right at him and really take him oh, in. that's true. I might have bought that. But the, Superman just sits there looking at the dude going, yo, what's up? nice bomb wheelchair. Um, I, I, and then really? he really? goes off. And it's like, so oh, God. I mean, if he hadn't you know what, looked in really that
0: direction, you're fine. Like, what really pissed me off about the courthouse
2: scene, mm. and it, it's... <sighs> that was so set up for a really obvious, probably really bad plot line that they didn't go with, right? Which is, which is, everyone in the courthouse,
0: everyone dies except Superman, right? Mm-hmm.
2: So, and and lithium, and all the camera crews get wiped out as well. It right? Makes no sense. So, no, 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 just like, where the plot line should have gone from here yeah. is you, the only thing we can go by are the people outside courthouse. Who's, who are there going, going, oh, we should take down Superman. He's dangerous. He's super he fucking just dangerous. He
1: walked in there and blew up the
2: Senate. He's here, walks into the courthouse, courthouse blows up, Superman walks out. You see Superman go, yeah. super, Superman there. Like, they instantly, uh, they never, they instantly yeah. say no. Superman. Ne- next scene <laughs> is them going, we believe that it was this guy who bombed everybody with his bomb wheelchair. Like,
0: it's like, that's the first thing you go to? No. No you know what I
2: was really looking forward to, was Henry Cavill, Superman. Because like, we had the whole fucking first act of them going, oh, he's a god walking amongst us mere mortals, oh my god. Like, is he, is he dangerous? All the, is the, he on the find of interviews. good view? And, yeah. yeah, and then it's like, finally, Superman is here, and he is going to say his piece. He's going to speak in his mind and he's going to have a trust to, you know- you As know, a man. As a man, to, to, to tell the world his, his point of view. No, Kaboom. you don't get that. You don't get but Henry Cavill doing that. What no. that plot should have gone is Explosion in the courthouse, Superman gets blamed He gets <laughs> a fiery shower and yeah. fucks off And that's Batman's excuse then to go Right, I'm gonna take you the fuck down <laughs> You don't need the kidnapping of the mother, etc, etc, no. etc Because it doesn't matter if Superman's there going I didn't do it mm-hmm. Yeah, because Batman's going to fucking believe him Yeah, like all those buildings he burnt before Yeah, so That's it's like exactly got what a guilty person in. would say I know guilty people I'm i going to franz the shit out of you with my kryptonite Cigarette lighter. That's <laughs> steady Spilt. Wait, it's <laughs> that's, that's what you need. <laughs> there. A film could have been half an hour shorter. Um, you know, uh, film could have been a couple of hours a, shorter. It There's a there's a few other things we just need to because the ridiculous be is right, quite yeah. over. But there's um oh god, uh, well, one thing that I kind of liked about the Christopher my experience. Batman walked into that room in that wherever that he knocks his man through in the end. Mm-hmm. Batman put the spear down into the ground. Yeah. And then they ended up there. And I kind of liked that, oh well Batman really worked out yeah. that's where they're gonna end up. But they didn't really make a thing of it, so I guess it was just lucky. Um he also swung him round, which I thought was a bit shit. so he did it he did it under the joint. Yeah. Thing, like yeah. I was like, why are you doing that? Like you've already beaten him. Like what what's that for? But this right. Batman is kind of a shooting dick back. Yeah, I also uh,
1: really liked, like like at the end, after Superman dies, <gasps> spoilers, everyone. Spoilers. He sacrifices himself and he dies. Except no, he doesn't. Yeah, but, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. and uh, there's his grave, and someone has written uh, around this memorial um marker. If you seek his monument, look around you. like, or go to the park where his actual monument is. It's, yeah. it's a small thing, but that really amuses me. Is like, no, this is a dude Which who has a legitimate money on monument, rather
2: than rebuilding the fucking city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's another thing. But look, there isn't, look. We did
2: one thing that we've missed here. In fact, there's two things we've missed. One really good thing, one fucking bad thing. Okay, this is the bad thing. First. Let's do the bad thing. Um, <laughs> Batman. Batman is triumphant. His his uh his foot on bloody Man's neck. Like, kryptonite steer raised. Like,
3: what did you say? And he's like, Why are you that name?
2: Like, oh my god. Superman is gurgling Martha at Batman. Batman's got like a half ripped off mask at this point. He's like, Why are you saying that name? And then Lois just runs out from bloody nowhere after bloody getting. Uh, Daily Planet bloody resources helicopter there for no By about the logic reason, It's not for us. a story. Oh <laughs> yes. Like, it's oh, like,
1: okay. This isn't for business reasons. Oh, suddenly I'm fine with you spending our money.
2: What? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. God, I just does, the does, does Barry know that Clark is whacked Superman whacked too? The bloody oh god Lois Lane bloody expenditure list yeah, yeah good lord along with poor old Jimmy Olsen being bloody double tapped right at the beginning of the film let's not forget um, but uh, yeah so, so the, the fight basically begins and ends because Martha is the name of Batman's mum and Martha is the name of Superman's mum now you sounded really uh, Stuart Lee there for a second.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know who that is. You sounded a lot like him for
1: a okay, that, that sort of. And Arthur is the name of Superman's
2: mom. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll look him up and I'll, uh, that'll be great. I, I think no, you'll so. enjoy
1: him. Look for Stuart Lee's um, rant about how it's just a joke, like on Top Gear. That's a really good one.
3: <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Cool. I will. Great bit to end on, though. Okay. Because although it does involve a brutal murder of someone with uh, a flamethrower, <laughs> beforehand, we get to see a spectacular display of Batman taking people the fuck out. And he does it non-lethally until the very end. It's yes. very dark oh, and but- Yes, that see.
1: fight. Is why I'm hopeful about Ben Affleck's standalone Batman movie. Yes, let's that talk fight about that. And all his scenes as Bruce Wayne. Yes. Everything was
2: fucking brutal. Like, like. Oh. And, I, and, I love, and we haven't given him enough credit, but Jeremy Irons is bloody Alfred. <laughs> top-notch right this is the thing i really really enjoyed jeremy irons alfred and i find that the more i dislike jeremy irons as a person the more i'm really starting to like him in films it's really he's a me weird off.
1: guy but he,
2: you've got to admit like he's, he's got it's, it's, good. It's, it's pissing me off yeah. how good he is as an actor considering yeah. how horrible he is as a human being i guess but um so you have batman uh, uh flying in with the murder wing <laughs> um and um Yes, I'll drop you off at the, uh, the second floor, sir. There's been to me two dozen hostiles. I are like, Jesus Christ, two dozen? And they're all armed with bloody fully automatic weapons? They've all got, they've all got orange skeletons in the fucking Batview. Yeah, the yeah, they yeah. do, yeah, they were all bloody armed. this off.
1: Batman's gun-disabling gadget is not limited. Yes, <laughs> and also...
2: Also, he has oh, a bulletproof head. God, and they're all aiming at the window, and then just perfect Batman style. I don't know, like, where did they get the inspiration to do this fight out of this film? I have no idea. It, it all comes went on out, out this bit. Oh my god. Comes out of that bloody floor and he just goes to town. And it's not, it's not just like he goes for one and then the other and then the other. No, he's, he's, he's systematically taking down three or four people at a time. Um, I, I, some guy even got a shot off on him? I, like, I will point out there are two problems with this actually. thinking about it. It's not non-lethal. He does. They actually lift a scene from the, from the, the, the first, um, what's it called? Uh, Trailer? No, first Batman, as in 1989 Batman. Or oh, oh, might even have Batman returns. Damn, you're right. The guy who gets you're the right. grenade you're and right. Batman just
1: throws it back. I mean, that. Uh, yes, but no, I no, excuse I mean, that because Batman did not kill that dude. That dude killed that dude. Okay, yeah. yeah,
2: he fl- He because I actually quite liked, in a way. I, I mean, I it's thought about he's dead. Yeah, but at the same time, the guy going for the grenade and then Batman just whipping a barang across the room. Yeah, and it t- admittedly, a it took between, it on his hat.
1: Yeah, there is a difference between someone dying in a fight with Batman and Batman killing them. That was a guy who died yeah. during a fight with Batman.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 and the guy cr- sc- scrambles after the grenade, yeah. doesn't he? Like he yeah. could have got away from it's like, the it's like the, it it's like the beginning of the thing. like yeah. drops the guy like drops a the, the, the like grenade, and so like shit <laughs> um, but in Norwegian. Um, and the other problem I have with the fight scene you know, is, as you said, a guy does get a shot off on him. In fact, a guy gets a shot off on him point-blank range in the back of the head. It's, it, he yeah. shoots it, Batman it does, in the yeah. back of the... No, he doesn't. He shoots him in the back of the head, but Batman has a bulletproof armoured cowl. Oh, well, yeah, so he's like 20 well, years of Batman. So I was like, yeah, but now I'm like, well, this fight just lost all, like, drama.
0: Uh, Batman's Batman, bulletproof. His jaw he? is still visible.
2: Yeah, shoot him in the face no I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get that I thought so I he glanced if someone, if someone shoots a guy in the back of the head he glanced him he, he there, there, is also, like, there is also the point
1: that someone it. shoots at him and Batman grabs him and spins him around and uses that guy's gun to shoot a whole bunch of people
2: that's that I don't count that as the same scene no because was a cut <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's selective, but I have to be selective. We were, let's face it, with this entire film, we've had to be selective on what is good in this film. Um, but yeah, sure, the guy gets a bloody cap off on him. But, like, I mean, I've just watched a bloody Netflix uh, wicked show where a superhero gets shot. Like, basically, what would have been fatal. I mean, that's bloody superheroes, okay? That has bulletproof shit, okay? I don't have a problem with that. Um, but then. Oh my god. No, I just wanted to say that moment where he does knock the grenade out of mm. the guy's hand, and then, like, as the explosion goes off, like, he's mid-air like, and brings, like, his elbow down on someone's head and stuff. Those, is, and the, the guy's, way. like, face is going through the floor. Yeah, and shit, right? He drops, he DTTs someone through, like, a bloody uh, crate and stuff. It's when he even, like, grabs someone's head and knocks him into the It's, like, right on the corner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, like, it's not like a proper. You know, it's like, like a it, sideways curb stomp. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. It's not like an action movie. Oh. Oh, it yeah. a, it, it's like a playground, like just oh last, landing, sitting down and bruising a cock. Oh, 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 that, that looks like it's not. Someone Ooh, got really hurt. That <laughs> was—that will be sore. Yeah. Um, what follows is not sore. No, because <laughs> they do a vignette, which is straight from bloody Darn Iris Hens where he busts through the wall grabs someone and the guy's like Robocopson uh, he Robocopson yeah. sorry yeah and he goes oh um, I'll kill her uh, believe me I'll kill her I'll kill her and then Batman just goes bam fires a goes he's like no I believe you <laughs> I, no he, uh, he lets him go off 1st doesn't he and then he goes, I believe you. He says, I believe you, and then shoots him. Oh, okay. Well, he shoots the propane pack on KG Beasts, because it is KG Beasts, yeah. <laughs> um, a bloody propane tank, and then admittedly, KG Beast turns and lights it himself. We should have known that but guy. It, we should have known that guy was not to be trusted because several so what? Uh, because um, you know he was a he was a bad military dude in in winter. winter soldier. soldier. And nobody learned from that. There he was just went from did. DC to Gotham. That's yeah, all he had it, to do. You know, uh, he just bloody running around all over the shop, that guy. Yeah, okay. well, yeah
1: well, I mean, from he, Marvel to DC. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: definitely shouldn't trust it. Clearly, he's uh, not to Gotham from to Marvel,
2: Marvel to, to DC. Go. Ah, cunning. Yeah. yeah, he's clearly not. You know, he's not in a rash. He's not a rational sort of man. if He's running from Marvel and going to DC. Also, he's KGBs. That's wicked. Like, who the fuck ever thought KGB was going to be a film? Well, <laughs> no, no one since you know 1991. Yeah, um, but um, I mean, you could argue that he sets it off himself because he turns and he goes no, no, and then the flame finishes from his gun. I'm, I'm his is what does it because it, d- it, it's universally it, bloody. Yeah, um, and then, like, I think Batman. Batman. Definitely killed him. Th- that yeah. kill is on Batman. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what? Like, like, you twist it. Uh, that incinerating a man. And then, and then the, and then the second, Batman. the second joke of the film happens, uh, where uh, Martha, Martha uh, Ken is just like, um, oh, like, "I'm a friend of, you a, sons. A, a yeah, of a friend. your sons." I know. Yeah, I'm a friend of your sons. The cape, and then he just goes, "Yeah," <laughs> just sort of nods, and I'm like, "The scene ends," and so I'm like, "You know what? Fuck yes, that <laughs> was great."
0: I actually like this film. What? <laughs> I like bits. I like bits. I, like I have to just look at it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to rag on it.
2: Yeah, oh. we, rag
0: on, wait, we rag on
2: things we like <laughs> and we Yeah, sh- know things. we wait, rag on things we like and we will uh, talk. Wonderful things and really big things that we just dislike. End of the day, we we are spoiled with what we have lately. Like, I mean, it's not a perfect film. You know, it's a dreadful film, really. But there was still, <laughs> there was a really great moments. I slept in like 36 hours. Okay, <laughs> I'm doing a man.
1: I um, I'm not going to sit here and having ragged on it for an hour and a half. Go, I like this film. I don't like this film. Uh, I don't like it the, the way yeah. I described it to Zoe when talking about it was you know that feeling when you nearly vomit but you stop yourself from vomiting but not before a bit of the sick right. gets in your mouth and yeah. oh. and that, that taste doesn't go away and every breath for, for the rest of the day is a bit like vomit and, and it makes you want to keep gagging just because it's there that's this film
2: <laughs> it's a little bit of vomit in your it's mouth.
1: It's a little bit of vomit that's stuck in your mouth. It, the, the, watching the film is like wanting to throw up, and leaving this film is like walking away with that little bit of vomit still stuck in the back of your throat, and you just can't get rid of it. It's not a good film. But at the same time, so you know you, you amazing are going to feel better. You always feel better when you've had a little bit of sex. Like, so What's that, like a 7 out of 10? <laughs> Perfect movie, <laughs> seven out of ten. No, that that would be that would be a two, two. Okay, we we don't
2: do number reviews. No, we don't, we,
1: we don't. But I, I would <laughs> oh, give it a yeah. two. It's it's really okay. not good. You give it a number two. I would. I I um. From Just like, side, I it. Yeah, like I did Yeah, like there's some really
2: the, okay. Let me phrase it this way. Uh, there are some elements of this film that I absolutely adore. But for the most part, it was a wasted opportunity. And hopefully they will discover that and fix the problem soon. I, you know what, when I first saw all the elements going into this film, I thought, ah, they've clearly rushed this to get it out before Civil War. So they can say, we did it first! With the whole, you know, and the civilians. Well, they did it before Civil yeah, War, the, yeah, yeah, the civilians on the side. But then I looked at it and went, oh no, they clearly rushed it so they can get it out for Easter weekend. They didn't on that monument. They didn't say, "If you see his monument, look around you." What well, they needed was, cl- tr- uh, "Truly, he was the King of Kings." Oh uh, uh, yeah, it's an Easter <laughs> movie. It's a fucking religious <laughs> thing. Yeah, that something that needs to drop. That yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was alright. Yeah, it was right. It wasn't a very, very good film. It was not even a very good film. It was not even a good film. I don't it feel as strongly about it, it. I don't feel as strongly about it as Simon does. Um, I'll say that. It wasn't, a good, but it wasn't a good film. Um, it, it, it's in that bottom tier of superhero movies for me. Yeah. One last analogy, the way I look at it, is when, you know when Wonder woman gets hit by James Day and she, she falls back? With the, with the shield? Yeah, and yeah. Of... No, well, no, no, it's one where she, I think she probably goes over. Oh, yeah. But then she looks up at him and she laughs and goes back into it, into the fight anyway. I like Wonder Woman. I think that's how I feel about this film. Like, I've been punched in the face by it, but I enjoyed it.
1: Wonder Woman was my favourite thing about this movie, which I did not expect at all.
2: Yeah, she's great. Wonder Woman and Alfred for me. And, and of course, uh, Superman, but I was going to expect that anyway because
0: it's Henry Cavill. Yeah. All great performances. Um,
2: yeah, so I was like, eh, it's, it's all right. It's not, it's by no means perfect or even anywhere approaching perfect. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it won't set you on fire, it's not going to give you a disease. That's and true. fair
1: play to Zack Snyder for in at least one instance, drawing attention to a plot hole he created by having a character in the film question the plot hole. What? When, when he sends an email Which... to Wonder Woman saying, you've been around since 1918, where have you been?
2: Oh uh, uh, yeah. Clearly not learning cybersecurity security, because she gets that thing and then forgets to wipe it when she gives it to fucking Batman when it has yeah. a secret identity on it.
1: Well no, th- she says it's she couldn't crack the encryption.
0: Oh.
2: clearly uh, she has to do a few I- ICT classes, perhaps. Well, she's a senior citizen. No, she is, yeah. I've worked with computers. It, it takes a while. It does, yeah. We'll get there. But, you know, she will. So, yeah, uh, our reviews are shit. Um, shit, but it's got... L- shit speckled with gold. Shit, but it's got those little sweet corn nuggets. <laughs> yeah, and that, nuggets are okay. And <laughs> I are just like going... Eh, I don't a, feel like going today. It's it's the rumblings of a dippy tummy. A dippy tummy, it's yeah. Not, it's not, it's it's not like, the oh, drizzling shit. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I better take an alcoholic salsa and lie down. I think that was my review of it was it sort of evened out for me because it was like anything with Superman in it I thought was actually quite good. Anything with Batman in it I thought was the drizzling shit. Hmm. Okay. And so, you know.
1: well, So, Irish, based on our opinions, are you going to go and see it?
0: Uh probably yeah probably still yeah yeah just, my, what
2: is my impression just, just so i can me. have my own just so i can have my own opinion on that
1: yeah that's the only reason i watched it that is a that is a valid reason
2: having your own opinion Absolutely. On well lovely. that's what i meant irish like i think you should go and watch it just because it's it's a fascinating monster i, I just don't want you walking do you think, out of that do think cinema is- with that little
1: bit of sick in the back of your mouth yeah the thing is, you know, I saw Man, St- I saw Man of Steel,
2: and I liked Man of Steel. I like That's Man of Steel, I even even so we like
1: Steel. I like. Yeah, I, I, so, Man, Man of, Steel of Steel is the good DC movie. I, I love yeah. Man of Steel. It's
0: great. So, it has a coherent plot. Oh, and Man of Steel is it one of my favourite superhero movies. With, with the casting, huh? for this could be good. Something where it's going, but after hearing, you know, reading reviews and. Listening to you guys, I like, oh, going to
2: Yeah, review's going yeah. to do half the job because you got to remember that. I mean, this is, this is a really weird thing to, to bring up. Like, uh Rotten Tomatoes is usually my 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 go to when we, when I'm like, should we go and see this film? I'm yeah, it, right? but, I know what that. Yeah, this right, falls that film was broken. Rotten what, Tomatoes. What I what I love is that Rotten Tomatoes has two different. um jobs yeah, now, right? Critics, have critics and audience. And audience right? Yeah. And what, what will happen to me is like I will go and see a film if the critics give it more than 70% or under 40%. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's a really low mark, oh, I to see that film. I've got to go and see this film. And I think at the time, so it's gone up since then, but at the time the critics' reception of it was like 35%, yeah. which, let me give you a perspective, that is 1% lower than Tommy Wiseau's The Room, mm-hmm. and level with Batman, head oh, yeah. of. I believe. Yeah. It is still 10% higher than Predator 2, though. I think, anyway. Um, it's, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's probably lower than Batman and Robin, thinking about it, right? And I don't think it's that bad. No, Batman and Robin is the lowest, I believe, um, in all of them. And th- the idea of thinking that this film is worse than Tommy Wiseau's The Room is is kind of a bit unfair, really. Yeah. like That should that should be your measuring stick, surely. Sure. Um, but... Yeah, I think this... The-, the audience reception was something like 89%. Yes. So I'm like, that is a big disparity. So Lots like, of people love this film. Yeah, so this is what... But my point being, reviews can only do half the job for... Take that from what you will. It might mean reviews can only do half the job for you. It could mean... Eh, most of the movie going public are complete fucking idiots. Mm. I mean, you know, we are... I think uh, a lot of it
1: is the depth of your familiarity with the source material, because if you don't know the characters, then it's just an action blockbuster full of set pieces, and the people I've talked to who've liked the film, and when I've said I hate it, they go, why? I say, well, because Batman doesn't kill people, and a lot of them have gone, oh, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. there, There is... Not everyone has grown up reading these books not everyone has an expectation for what batman should be what lex should be these characters are completely fresh to some people and this is their first exposure mm. oh that's a horrible thought um <laughs> and so they're just oh, going God. in with no expectations and so they hey,
2: don't see you know these what? problems maybe they'll like it and like at least they'll like it this is their first exposure to it they'll like it they'll go hey I want to get more involved in this. They'll go off, and they'll read comics and they'll go, "Oh, this is a different look., well, this is pretty good, and we'll get a few converts. Hopefully. And they'll throw down issues of Batman and say, "You did not kill a single person. They might do that. Or they <laughs> the might fuck. or they might grow and develop as people do when they're not in as actually. to film.: <laughs> like true.
1: Batman, we believe in redemption here at World One Stage One.: We do.:
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: I think that's a good note to leave and, it on.
0: And <laughs> no, the night is darkest just
2: before, not uh, after the dawn. No for justice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, oh my god, yeah. Rob! Well, th- actually, this what, is the darkest. The, this is the darkest Batman. So the night was darkest just before the dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. No,
1: I'm Bailey.
0: Uh, you have been listening to World 1 Stage 1. I have been Simon. I've
2: been I have been the night. I have been Iris. I've been Rob. Hashtag crime syndicate. Seriously, Wonder Woman will become Superwoman. It all fits. <laughs> <laughs> Get that trending.
1: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
0: Ciao.